Welcome back to another episode of Ball Talk with Hiran and Walid. Now, as we always say before we jump in, don't forget, check us out on all streaming platforms, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and honestly, every single podcasting platform in the world. And as Walid always says, we want to hear from you. So make sure to DM us on Twitter or Instagram at BaldTalkHW. And if you have any suggestions, any episode suggestions, any questions, or if you'd like to get involved with the growth of Ball Talk, email us at BaldTalkHW at gmail.com. Now, here's a quick message from our sponsors. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Ball Talk with Hiran and Walid. I got to be very honest. I'm disappointed. Uh, this is this is a very, very, very disappointing time for me. Uh, and I think for the larger basketball world, this is going to be a solo episode. It's just going to be me talking to the mic, me talking to you, the listener, and really conveying my thoughts as we sit here uh, seven hours away from the start of Game 3 of the NBA Finals. This episode will be going up before Game 3 starts. Now, I got to jump right in. It has been a disappointing NBA Finals. To say the least, to be completely frank, as a Miami Heat fan... It has been a very disappointing NBA Finals, not only for the Heat, but just in general as basketball fans. You know, as basketball fans, we want to see fun basketball. We want to see competitive basketball. We want to see LeBron James going at Jimmy Butler. We want to see Anthony Davis and Bam Adebayo dueling. We want to see the incredible point guard play and competition that should have been between Dragic and Rajon Rondo and unfortunately the last two games have been nothing short of that they've been nowhere near that we haven't gotten uh, any feisty competition you know the Heat coming into this series were underdogs the Heat were the team that has three rookies that are studs in Tyler Hero in Kendrick Nunn um and you got to ask yourself, they also have a ton of sophomores, right? They've got players like Bam Adebayo. They've got players like Duncan Robinson. But overall, it's a very, very, very young team. Uh, and when I think about it, before these playoffs started, I had the Heat going to the NBA Finals because I saw something. I saw something that clicked. But... The majority of the basketball world did not have the Heat going to the NBA Finals, which was a justified opinion. The Heat are young. They've got a lot of talent. And yes, they've got that superstar in Jimmy Butler, but they're missing that one piece. And so what you're seeing right now is a young team that I'm going to take it game by game. Game one, 
that young team collapsed. Everybody's looking at this series and saying, oh, it's a blowout. It's going to be 4-0. And to be completely honest with you, at 10 p.m. this evening, tonight, on this day, Sunday, October 4th, at 10 p.m., I might come on the mic and tell you, you know what, or I might come on social media and tell you, you know what, this is a blowout. It's going to end 4-0. Or it's going to be a gentleman's sweep that was 4-1. But I want to backtrack a little bit here. Let's take a look at game one. Game one, you had a Heat team that came out playing the way that they have been playing this entire playoffs against every team that they've faced. Incredible. Incredible on the defensive end making it hard for the Lakers. Outstanding on the offensive end. When the Heat started that game, they had a 13-point lead. I think they were up 25-12. to And at that very point, the game changed, and it never went back to normal. The Heat got outscored, and they lost that game badly. They lost that game like they just got walked off the court. The final score of that game was 116 to 98. That was the final score, game one. But if you watch the game after that first quarter, it was it was it was one-sided. But to me, and, and this is not me being a, a biased Heat fan. In that game, you saw the vulnerability of having a team of young players. None of those players have ever been to the NBA Finals, including their superstar. The only player on that team that has been to the NBA Finals before is Udonis Haslam. How old is Udonis Haslam? 40 years old. How many games has Udonis Haslam played this year? Four games. Udonis Haslam has played in four games all season. He has not touched the ball in the playoffs. So what I saw in game one, after game one, I wasn't worried because to me, the Heat were just showing that they are a young team. They don't have a LeBron James who's been to 10 NBA finals. They don't have the experience of a point guard like Rajon Rondo who's won an NBA title. They don't have the experience of a, a shooter like Danny Green who's won two NBA titles himself and has played on the big stage. They don't have that experience. So when I left game one, I thought to myself, oh God, horrible start to the series for us. But knowing this team, knowing the Miami Heat culture, knowing Eric Spolstra, this team is going to come right back and they're going to fight in game two. They are going to go after the Lakers. And so I, I didn't sweat it. Game one to me is a fluke. It still is a fluke. I think game one just happened to be the Heat collapsing. I think game two is more indicative of where we are in this situation. Offensively, the Lakers cannot stop the Heat. The Lakers absolutely cannot stop the Heat. The Heat scored 114 points on them in game two, and the Heat have way too many offensive weapons. But we saw what's going to win this series. The Lakers' size is too much for the Heat to handle, especially when they don't have Bam Adebayo. Everybody wants to say, oh... But the Heat didn't have Bam in game one. Again, Bam is a sophomore in the NBA. He's a second-year player. Give the kid a break. That was his first NBA Finals game. Don't judge 
what Bam can do against Anthony Davis on game one because he got blown out and he didn't play well. As we saw in the Laker in the, the Boston Celtics series, Bam Adebayo can come right back. He got he had a horrible game against the Celtics, took the onus on himself, came back and dropped 32 the next game. So I very well expected Bam to come back in game two. And honestly, stifle Anthony Davis. And I think he can. I really do believe that. But he was injured. And so game two, we also saw something else. The Heat do not have an answer for Anthony Davis. And to me as a Heat fan, what I was most disappointed in is I don't care if we don't have an answer to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is arguably the best player in the world. I take issue when there's a lack of effort. Put a body on him. Foul him. Make him fight for rebounds. Put two bodies on him. But show some will. Show some desire. Show, Show some grit. Show some tenacity that shows you don't give a damn how big Anthony Davis is. You're going to go out there and you're going to put your, your body on the line because you want to win this game. So what we, we had in game two was exactly what was expected. A Heat team who can toe-to-toe with the Lakers when it comes to scoring. The Lakers, I might add, Lakers bench has been shooting out of their minds. And I, and I honestly don't know if that'll continue. It probably will. So kudos to them. You know, what we're seeing from the Lakers is a team that they're just, they're, they, they, everybody does their job. LeBron doesn't have an issue with the fact that Anthony Davis has been balling out. Anthony Davis does not have an issue with the fact that LeBron has been balling out. They distribute the ball and they're not afraid to let people like Danny Green, who I might remind you has been one, ele- one for 11 from the three-point line in the NBA Finals, to continue to shoot the ball because everybody does their job. Rajon Rondo has been silky smooth. Rajon Rondo has facilitated. Rajon Rondo has cut to the basket and gotten baskets. He's gotten to the free throw line. He's shown a young kid like Kendrick Nunn how you play postseason basketball. And I got to give a shout out to someone else. I didn't think Kyle Kuzma was going to be as good as he's been in this series. Kyle Kuzma has been phenomenal. Sure, he's not putting up 25 points like LeBron. Sure, he's not putting up 30 points like Anthony Davis. But he's doing the right things. And I'll give you an example. Twitter goes off and, you know, makes fun of Kuzma, of course, and they should because he did a behind-the-back pass to LeBron and it went into the stands. But Kuzma is still doing the right thing. I saw a play where he drove to the basket. He was about to take the shot. He saw Anthony Davis coming down the line on the weak side, dumped it to Anthony Davis, easy dunk right there. Two points. No, not a single body on Anthony Davis. So what I see from this Lakers team, and I've said this before, if there was any team I'm okay my Miami Heat losing to, it's the Los Angeles Lakers. Since I was a kid, I've had a love for the Lakers, Shaq, Kobe, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, the throwback team. And I love LeBron James. Of course, I'm disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you. The last 96 hours, the last four days, have not been fun. As a very, you got to understand, I am, I would argue, the most passionate Heat fan in the world. 
I've been depressed. I've been sad. The last 96 hours have been rough. But, again, you got to give it to the Lakers. Everybody is doing their job. I didn't expect Contavious Caldwell-Pope to play this well. And it seems like every time in game two the Heat got close, the Heat cut the lead to nine points, then they started to make some dumb plays and not convert on offense, you get a three-pointer from Contavious Caldwell-Pope. You get a three-pointer from LeBron James. The Lakers are on a mission. The Lakers are doing everything right. Everybody is sticking to their job. Everybody is doing what is asked of them. And so, as we look forward to tonight, as we look forward to game three, I got one ask of my Miami Heat. We are going to score. The Lakers can't stop us from scoring. We have too many offensive weapons. And Goran Dragic is going to be out tonight, without a doubt. He is out. He's out for the series. Torn plantar fascia. He is out for the series. He was a crucial piece. And if we had him, I really do believe we could win this series even down 2-0. My big ask of the Heat tonight, whether Bam Adebayo plays or not, and it is looking like he might go. He might be on some restricted minutes. He may not play as much because he is still injured and the Heat don't want to risk his future. And knowing Eric Spolstra, Pat Riley, the Heat organization, they're not going to let him play as much. They're going to say, you know, we need Kelly Olynyk to step up. We need Myers Leonard to step up. And worst case, we'll throw you Donis Haslam in there. Again, the person who hasn't played once in these playoffs and only four games this entire season. But let me get to my point. My big ask of the Heat tonight. I want to see some fight on defense. What are you going to show the country tonight? What are you going to show every basketball fan on Twitter, every basketball fan on Instagram, every basketball fan out there who is already saying this series is going to end 4-0? This series is going to end 4-1. You need to come out tonight and you need to show fight. And I again, I don't care if Bam is playing or not. If it's Kelly Olenek, I want to see you man up and make Anthony Davis fight for every basket. Get six fouls. I don't care. Get injured. Get hurt. But get feisty. Because the last two games, we have looked lackadaisical on offense. Absolutely lackadaisical. The Lakers have been able to do whatever they want on the zone. They've been able to do whatever they want in the post. They've outscored us by a million in the post. So what are we going to do to make it hard for the Lakers? Now, for the Lakers, I have no asks. I mean, do what you're doing. You guys in this series are playing basketball the right way, which is you have superstars. You got LeBron and AD doing their thing, and you got your rotation players balling as well shout out to all those players shout out to honestly honestly shout out to Rajon Rondo because Rajon Rondo in what year is it I don't even know how many years Rajon Rondo has been in the league 
this is, let's see here. This is Rajon Rondo's 14th year in the NBA. In the 14th year of the NBA, Rajon Rondo has looked like Rajon Rondo looked on the 2008 Boston Celtics that won the NBA title. Rajon Rondo was such a crucial piece to that 2008 fake big three in Boston championship. Sorry, I had to say fake because the best big three is, you know, the Heatles. Let's let's be honest. But excuse me. The big three of Boston, Rajon Rondo was such a crucial piece to that puzzle. And that's what you're seeing in these NBA finals. Rajon Rondo has been balling out. And yeah, you know what? He's had an easy task. He doesn't have to face Goran Dragic because I genuinely believe if he had to face Goran Dragic, Goran Dragic would eat him in this entire series. But doesn't matter. No excuses. You will never hear an excuse from the Miami Heat fans. You'll never hear an excuse from the Miami Heat organization. We got we need someone to step up. Rajon Rondo is balling out right now. Rajon Rondo is eating us by himself. So if you're getting ready for for game three tonight. I hope and pray that it's a heat win. You know, in, in, in 2006, when we lost to the, or when we beat the Dallas Mavericks, excuse me, uh, we were down 2-0 and we came back and won 4-2, four straight wins. But back then we had the luxury of having a player named Dwayne Wade, who was just starting his Hall of Fame career and was in peak form. And on the other side, we didn't have LeBron James. We didn't have Anthony Davis. Yes, we had Dirk Nowitzki, who in his own right is an NBA Hall of Famer. But it's a little bit different. So if you ask me for a prediction tonight, my mind tells me Lakers are going to go up 3-0 just the way this series has gone. But... I know to never count the Miami Heat out. And I will never stop riding with my team. So, I'm going to say it right now. I think the Heat win tonight. I think they get themselves back in the series. And uh, and we're, I think we have a series. But, don't slander me because I fully expect a Lakers win. And, uh, you know, I think it's time that we can we can say congrats to the King on his fourth ring that rhymed but hopefully bam is playing tonight and uh we have a nice nice tussle here and we have a we have a good game and every bas- basketball fan out there gets what they deserve it's the best time of the year and what we deserve is a great nba finals Thank you guys for tuning in to this short but important episode of Ball Talk with Hiran and Walid. Yes, I promise you on the next episode, Walid will definitely be there. And uh, who knows? Maybe it will be right after the King wins his fourth NBA title and uh, continues his journey and his march to uh, to get to Michael at, at number six. So... But like I said, as we always say, check us out on all streaming platforms, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and honestly, every podcasting platform 
in the world. And as Walid always says, we want to hear from you. So make sure you DM us on Twitter and Instagram at BallTalkHW. And honestly, if you want to get involved with Ball Talk, you want to help us out with marketing, you have episode suggestions, you have questions, or you just want to help us with our growth, email us at BallTalkHW at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode. Deuces. It's about the girl.